I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work or not. Each episode will not only offer you a new perspective on dating, but will also change the way you date. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear commentary from my producer, Julie Krafchik, and other surprise co-hosts. Some of what you're about to hear is controversial, and for some, even shocking. We at Datable provide a platform for everyone to tell their story. The intent of the show is to learn and grow from different perspectives. We encourage you to listen through the entire episode because there are some very important insights and takeaways. While we don't commend the tactics of the guest, he had positive intent to deliver a message he thought would help women, and we were curious to learn more. So here's the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. Today's episode is a very important episode for all you women out there, and men as well, you want to listen to this. We have a PSA for you all. Our guest, Leon, has a very important message to deliver to all women. We must all hear it, but first let me introduce him. He is in his early 40s, originally from the East Coast. He's been in San Francisco for three years, and also I have to just set the scenery here. His girlfriend is also here. She's not mic'd up, but we can watch all of her reactions from where we are (laughs) 
and they are in a committed re serious relationship living together but before we get to that what is this psa that you have to tell all women just to give you a little background i think it depends on where you are right it depends on what you're looking for when i moved here i was not looking for a relationship i was just looking to have a good time and so i realized very quickly through the dating apps that you could pretty much figure out girls who are you know who are quite quote unquote desperate maybe that might be too strong of a word for certain females but for others a lot of them were looking for long-term relationships they weren't looking for a fling or anything of that nature so you took that you took that information and used it to your advantage if you found out pretty early that a girl was looking for a relationship you fed her every line you needed to in order to get her in bed it's looking for the balance between not becoming a quote-unquote bitch but also not becoming a doormat so that way guys can run you over because i can tell you this that guys will run you over and i've done it many many times oh wow now again it goes back to where you are in that relationship spectrum right and when i was doing this i was more in the i'm just looking to have fun but i know full well that i can't tell girls i'm looking to have fun because no one's going to want to meet up with me you might get that one out of a hundred that does but that's just too much work how can you tell if a girl's looking for a well, relationship well see this is the other thing you got to be careful on, on, on how you set the parameters when you're dating. Usually girls under 30, generally not. Huh. So I didn't waste my time. So it's the age thing. Yeah. And you mentioned women appearing desperate. What mm. are some signs of that? Well, first date or some, not even first date, actually, some, a good majority of them just do the uh, texting through the app or if you even go off app on, the, on your phone, they will ask you flat out, what are you looking for? Mm. Right. Um, I'm looking for a, co a committed long-term relationship. I'm looking to start a family. Very, very clear. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And, and they want to hear a very clear response back from you. So I learned. I would say I would give vague answers because I thought, oh, you know, I don't want to lead anyone on in the very beginning. So I wouldn't say, um, yeah, I think that's what I want to eventually get to. And, and the smarter ones, all right, or the ones who, who clearly had maybe more experienced or just didn't want to waste time would just cut me off or would even flat out say yeah i'm looking for someone who actually knows what he wants now okay. who wants a relationship ah. so then i took that info and use it for other girls and realized okay tell them what they want what are you looking for i'm looking for a long-term relationship so am i but then sometimes the girls can pick up right the ones who've been through the dating scene can pick up like mm. he's just feeding me lines so what you do is you beat him to it when you're on the text, you ask them what they're looking for. Oh, them, shit. You tell them what you want, quote, unquote. I'm looking for a long-term relationship. I'm looking to start a family. What are you looking for? What about a guy that actually is looking for this stuff? They're fucked. <laughs> Literally. Right? So for some of these dating apps, you have the option of saying, I'm looking for something serious, I'm looking for something casual, or I'm looking for marriage. It's like actually very explicit. Mm. So would you say the girls who say, I'm looking for marriage, it's like game on? <laughs> this is like... Yeah. But then you have to be smart on how you approach those girls, right? Okay. Because those, those girls, you know, they have their filters up. They're pretty good about filtering out the guys who are just in it to just, you know, basically hit it and quit it. So what you do is with those girls, you know, you don't want to come on too full on because then it's just a little bit, you know, you say, look, I'm very serious with an eventual view to get getting to marriage. Right. But I think if you come out and say, I want to get married, I want to get married. They might say, oh, this guy's a little bit, you know, why? Why so quickly? Oh. Um, so it, you play that. And, and look, to be honest with you, a lot of the guys in San Francisco is just socially awkward uh -huh. and really inept. So as long as you act normal. 
These girls are just eating out of your head. So you basically play into what you know they want and that you can provide that and go from there. Exactly. I feel like some of these lines I've definitely heard because I appreciate quote unquote authenticity from a guy who's like, I definitely want a long-term relationship. I'm just a little bit more careful this time. Yeah. Is that a line? That is exactly <laughs> a line because the thing is that girls have this idea in their head that, look, guys aren't very sensitive. They aren't emotional. They're not going to open up. So as a guy, if you take that information and you provide all that and exactly what you said, you know, I've been hurt before. I've been divorced before. I've been whatever. Uh-huh. Doesn't I don't I don't want to give up on love. I want to have a relationship. Oh, the girls are like, wow, he's really open. He's really sensitive. He's really serious, and he's willing, you know, me, a complete stranger, to really open up to me. This guy can't be a dick. This guy can't be a player. Right. Okay. So right. like now we have the girls fawning yeah. all over you yeah. because clearly they're super into this. How do you then manage yeah. it? Because you're clearly not really looking for that. What's yeah. next? What's the so, point of this? So you. <laughs> Ultimately, it's actually to get some in the bedroom. Get laid. Yeah. It goes back to what I was saying. It's also age. Girls under 30, generally, I found, were just kind of looking, you know, weren't really wanted to be serious, so didn't waste time with them. Because I know there's this big stereotype. Guys are like, oh, what are you talking? Why do you have girls over 40 on your app? No, you want to go for the 20-year-old just out of college. She's so hot, blah, blah, blah. But the 20-year-old just out of college is so flaky, right? And she's probably seeing 20 other guys at Got the same it. time. I was going to ask why not just go for the person yeah. that doesn't want a relationship. Yeah. It's really funny. She's not the one who's just going to go around and give it up. There's this myth, this stereotype. What? Yeah. The girl who's just not looking for a relationship, she's not going to just sleep with you on the first date. A lot of people think that. They're like, oh, yeah, she's the easy one. But the reality of the matter is that girls don't want to seem like a slut. They're not going to just like, oh, I met this guy. I'm just going to sleep with him on the first date. Yeah. So you're basically saying anyone that wants a full relationship, if you can show that you're at the same plate, there's like an emotional attachment. Bingo. And that's how you get them to lower Ah. their defense. And that's how you get into bed. And also girls who are not looking for a relationship aren't going to put all their eggs in one basket because they're kind of like, I'm just playing the field. I'm playing the field. I just might have graduated college, moved to San Francisco or whatever city. And I just want to see what's out there. So I'm not going to commit to one guy. And sure, I'm not saying she won't sleep with you. And they're not accessible as much as... Exactly. That's true. Because they know they can play hard to get because they know that if you're going to be difficult, I have 20 other guys fawning to see So you can't get them to bed as fast or as easily as someone over 30. Yes. Generally speaking. But but, but having said that, I'm not saying that you can get a girl who's over 30 into bed on the first date either. Okay. Right? But it's a you know where you're progressing because you have a lot more control. Because you know that, again, this is just my assessment, but girls in their 30s, generally early 30s, they're starting to think, yeah, you know, maybe I should get into a long-term relationship, family, you know, time clock, whatever. Girls over 35 to 40, they're getting, there's a little bit more urgency. It's it's rare these days where you meet a guy and then next thing you know, you're not going to date him for three months or six months and you're going to get married. And it happens, but it it doesn't happen often. So you got to think, okay, if you're a 35, 36-year-old woman, right, you meet a guy. It's probably gonna, you're probably going to date him for a year at least, uh-huh. maybe two. That pushes you back to you're 37, your 37, 38, yeah. right? You might now then you get married. Okay, you some people get married and have babies right away, or you say I want to spend a year traveling. Puts you to 38, 39 now. Now you're starting to get. Now it depends on you might want one kid. Still, you want three. Then it gets a little, I mean, you're literally going to be pregnant year after year so after year. So you're basically saying that woman's not going to wait like three months to have sex with you because they want to like get the show on the road. Well, no, that woman is more inclined to get into a relationship, which then allows you to get the sex. So women's uh, strength and future planning plays into your game. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically. I wouldn't say strength and future planning. It's more like women's 
concern Concern, and anxiety about future planning. It's really perverse, but taking their fears and you're turning it and using it to your advantage. So let's say you're in this like pseudo relationship now with this woman. Uh What happens next? See, what you got to be careful about is that when you get into this pseudo relationship, you got one, you don't ever say you and I are exclusive. Right. Uh-huh. Right. You never bring it up. If she tries to bring it up, you kind of try to kick the can down the road a little bit. Come up with some reason. I'm busy at work. Oh, let's think about it. The new, you know, whatever. You find a reason. To keep let, delaying it. Keep delaying it. But if she puts her foot down, so you don't ever say, "I'm not looking for that." You try to delay it. Yeah. You never talk about it. It's huh. the minute the girl brings it up as a guy. What you need to do, you you cut it off. Because if you don't cut it off then, right? I mean, you could be a true dick and just keep her literally to the very end. But that means you're going to deal with the whole world of hell and pain at the end from her. So you just, at that point, you just say, look, I don't think I'm ready for that. And then then you leave it to the girl. Because the girl can say, okay, I've wasted six months, whatever it is, right? You generally, you don't go a year or two. <laughs> She's going to pull. Well, but generally. If she, yeah, if she doesn't pull the plug on you, then she kind of deserves to be taken. Of it. You know, you go six months, maybe three, right? If she doesn't put, you know, put her foot down and pull the plug at you at that point, then you say, okay, well, generally some of these girls are just so, they haven't met a guy like you or something like that. So they'll say, okay, I'll just continue on until you're ready. Mm. But then you as a guy need to be careful. You can't spend every day of the week with her. Because she's going to still think like, oh, this is growing. Yeah. So you got to pull back a little bit. So Leon, let's go back a little bit. So after you send these messages uh, through these apps and then you meet up in person, describe the tactics from like the first date to the second. Yeah. Hmm. You start texting, right? She needs a hook. You can't just be, I'm a guy. You got to have something unique and different, right? Give us an example. What's something unique and different? All you have to do is distinguish yourself slightly because everyone, there's so much monotony here in the Bay Area that you just you just be something different. So you take what it is generally and you try to find a way to kind of nuance it. Again, you just steer them differently. Maybe they're so trained to have a guy just sit there and babble about, yes, I'm a founder. Yes, I'm an engineer. Yes, I'm a developer and blah, 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 blah. You just get her talking about like, have you seen the new piece of art um, at the MoMA? There's a new exhibit. Or did you see, oh, I saw the same thing at when I was in the Louvre in Paris. You just get her thinking globally, more internationally. You basically show that you're different. You have different characteristics, different traits, different interests. It's quite easy. I mean, basically just be interesting. Bingo. So she finds you interesting. You just hit her up and you just say, hey, how about we carry this conversation in a, in a bar? What's a typical first date? Always go for a drink because sometimes, you know, you don't want to be catfish. Some of these girls that show their photos aren't might not be the same. <laughs> all right. And you want to have an easy out and you never take a girl out for dinner. Right. That uh-huh. might be for a separate podcast on what goes on there. But some of these girls I know are out there and have been very explicit. Yeah, I'm only going on dates because I need to eat. From a guy's point of view, you know, I guess the PSA to guys is that don't ever go on a di- dinner date for the first date. Always make it a drink date and if it goes well you can turn it into a dinner what about a drink over like something even less effort like a walk or like (laughs) coffee yeah oh yeah yeah you could you could do that as well i i generally find that doing a drink it just lowers everyone's inhibitions (laughs) there you go your end goal is yeah yeah, end goal is to have sex okay so then first date and let's say there's no sex that happens which is which is what i expect 90 percent of the time okay Okay. so you expect there to be a second date yeah so i expect there to be a second date usually put the ball in the girl's court meaning you tell her i had a great time if you want to do it again let me know 
Interesting. Oh. So you're not the No, because you don't, yeah, because you don't want to look like the desperate guy. Because if you've hooked her and you know that she likes you for whatever reason, because you're interesting, you're different, etc., you want her to know that I got a bunch of other girls in the lineup. So you need to show me why I should be going out on a, oh. another date with you. you probably, and you, I'm guessing you did have a bunch of other girls. Yeah, that you never do one at a time. You get a bunch lined up. What's a bunch? Five or six. They're all at different stages, too. Uh -huh. First date, second date. It's like our man funnel. Yeah. We had a man so funnel guess, episode. How often are you seeing these girls like in a given month? Like how do you keep them on rotation? Depends on the level of interest. If you know that the interest is pretty high, you actually slow it down. I know it sounds counterintuitive. What if you haven't slept with them yet? Do you speed it up till you sleep with them? Yeah, you try to speed okay. it up, right? But you got to be careful. You don't want to do a Friday date and then do a Saturday date, right? Even if she asks you, I had a great time. How about do something tomorrow? Oh no, I have I have something already planned. How about next week or the week? Uh, okay, so you keep space them wanting. You space it out. Exactly. Cause if you cause you will find out pretty quickly, like there's no other girl in the rotation. He likes me. She might play a game back. You don't know. Maybe not. Maybe she is, but you gotta keep them spaced out. And also just for your own sanity. And also if one ever drops out, you never have to worry about they're all piled up in the beginning of the cycle or they're all at the end. They're all spread out so you can definitely play it easily. Okay. So at what point do you say, I'm giving up on this girl? Yes. Mm. It's too much effort. Right. Yeah. Right. If you're not even really because it seems like a lot of effort to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Well, if she, that's exactly it. If she if she's too much effort, i.e., if you're trying to go on a maybe the second date, you're trying to get a bit more intimate, whether it's kind of hand holding, maybe a kiss on the cheek or something, and she still is a bit frigid. Yeah. You don't bother. You just look oh. to cut it off. Or if she really goes in hard, and this is probably more for girls that you've gone further down the line with and says, I want to do something with you. I want to be in a relationship. I want to be exclusive, you know, adjust us, whether it's just a physical thing. I want to be sexually exclusive with you. I just want to be relationship exclusive with you because you don't want that. And I guess it's a little bit of consciousness comes in. You don't want to feel like a dick by saying, yes, I agree. And then you're out sleeping with everyone else. So you cut them off at that point or you slow it down. How do you slow it down? You don't see them as often. I'm assuming if all of a sudden you're dating someone, they slow it down, they're going to start to suspect. Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to. But, but the thing is that you've never agreed to becoming exclusive. Right, so you're her. never at fault. So she's never, yeah. So, and if she ever tries to, you just say, well, what are you talking about? Is there any, like, go-to excuses that you have? Oh, there's a, there's a million. The easiest one is work. Really busy with work. It's always a good excuse. I need to travel yep. to somewhere. Got it. For a week. Yeah. A weekend is busy. What's another one? I basically said I moved away. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, permanently? Yeah, work transferred me. Work transferred me back to the East Coast. I, I remember oh my that. God. What would happen if she saw you? Yeah. Sitting? I, I exactly. Exactly. I had this thing planned out. If I did get caught, because she knew that I was doing a lot of work here, work transferred me back to the East Coast. Sudden move. Had to go moving out immediately. Don't think I can long do, do long distance, but hey, one last hurrah for the road, right? She agreed. <laughs> you go over, but you know, exactly. People say, what would you do if um she runs into you. Oh, I'm just visiting for work. I was just about to text you. I just got in today. But are you ever afraid? Because if you're dating five to six people at the same mm. time in a very small city like San Francisco, yeah. aren't you ever afraid you're going to run into one while you're on a date with another? Yeah, and that's and that's happened, right? But, but you're never exclusive. Exactly, yeah. There's never an assumption. In fact, I actually enjoyed it when I did run into a date uh -huh. with someone, another girl there. And, you know, you don't flaunt it, right? You don't want to be in her face about it. You just kind of acknowledge her. Right. And then you keep going on with your oh. and get out of there. But you know that now she knows. Now, if she's really into you, she's got to step up her game. Because she's seen the new girl. And the new girl might be hotter. The new girl might be more attractive. The new girl might be whatever. Yeah. She's not thinking like, 
Well, I really like this guy, and he's obviously on his date with this girl. They seem a bit close, intimate, whatever. And you know, the, and that's the other thing. Girls are just—they're really catty, and they will say, you know, this specific type of personality. Yes. Yeah. Can't so, say that for all. No, that's true. That's true. Has anyone called you out anything before? <laughs> mm, plenty of times. You just cut them off. Got oh, right, because you have nothing to lose. Nothing You're not lose. looking for a relationship. Exactly. How many dates do you allow yeah. without sex before mm. you cut them off? There's no, there's no set number because certain girls like you get it, you get a pretty good feel. You might, oh wow, she's really hot, really attractive. You know, I'm not gonna say there's two dates and it has to be sex on the third, and just give her up. No, you got to see how it's progressing, and if you realize that it is getting there, you, you know, you throw a little patience. It's it, every every girl is unique, so you it depends on how you. But you need to see a sign, like if they're not moving at any pace, then it will exactly, happen. yeah. There needs okay. to be some kind of broad yeah, progress. or if she starts slowing it down, right? right? Like I'm not naive. I know that she's dating other guys. She's swiping, and so if she's meeting other guys and she's slowing it down on my end, I'm not going to make massive efforts. Remember, the goal is to sleep with her, so I'm I'm not going to bend over backwards for her because it's 20 others that I can work with. What about some? other tactics i think one of the easiest ones for a guy to do is that if you match with a bunch of girls and and you know they're still fairly warm and even if they're not warm on a f friday saturday night it really doesn't matter but you get probably a higher chance of a return on a friday saturday maybe even a thursday so you just mass text them right obviously individually but you say something you say you know hey what's going on hey what's up like something's generic but sometimes if you can remember something about the girl, mm. right? It's like, you know, hey, how was that trip? Oh, did you ever finish that work project? You know, if there was a student or something, because it adds a little bit of, you know, personalness. Right. So she feels that, oh, wow, he remembered me. And it's simple. It doesn't have, you don't have to go into detail. It is so high level. Like, oh, you know, how did that haircut go? You know, but you got to make sure you get it right because you don't want to yeah. mix it up. <laughs> yeah. people you met before? These are people you met with before. You went on dates. You progressed pretty well. And for one reason or another, they might, you know, it might have died because they got busy. You got busy. You just lost right. touch. Um, and, and so, you know, if it's a slow night, you text 15, 20 of these girls. Right? There's a high chance most 15 of them, to 20? Yeah, because there's a high chance most of them are going to say no or not respond. Oh, yeah. Shit. Because, Especially if months and months have passed. Yeah. The numbers game. Because you have to think as a guy, as a guy, you would think that some of these girls have common sense. And this is, I guess, the tip to the girl. If any guy texts you last minute and, want, and late at night on, yeah. a, on a, a prime date night, Friday or Saturday, he's not looking to take you out to dinner no. because he wants to reconnect. He wants to take you to bed. Right? Yeah. And so... Most of them, the smart ones won't reply. Some of them will just tell you to F off. But then the ones who do, you got to get, then you, once you get them hooked, you got to get a good banter going. But the key is that as soon as they say yes, you got to start booking them in. You can't think like, oh, I want to go out with Rachel, but Michelle texted first. So let me keep Michelle on hold because Michelle might get, might just lose interest and walk away. So the minute Michelle says yes, and she she wants to date, um, go on a date with you that night or have a drink. You book her in for eight o'clock. Rachel comes back an hour later and says, "Oh, I want to do eight. Who do you think you have a, a better chance with? Right? Move them forward or move them later. Depends. Because <laughs> the way I looked at it was that if she was if she needed more time and I couldn't get with her Friday, it'd have to be a Saturday thing. She'd go earlier in the night. If it was a girl that I knew I can get, it would be a ten, eleven o'clocker. Because there's not much you're going to be doing at that hour. Right." Right, most restaurants are closed in San Francisco, so only be drinking. Yeah, and generally, you know, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent guarantee, but it was a pretty high, high hit chances. rate. Yeah. yeah, that you set up those girls and you just move everyone around. And and let's say you get four or five that do reply back, and you can't see all four or five. You just pick the best ones and the most reliable ones. You got to get them in, and the others you just 
you know, make up some excuse. You know what? Actually, I'm not feeling well. I'm actually. Oh no! Can we do tomorrow? And if they're responsive, you got something for tomorrow. If they're not, you shrug your shoulders because you're probably going to get some tonight. Again, nothing to lose. Exactly. Except for your dignity. And the tip. <laughs> And the girls, they just have to keep put their foot down. And it's it's the ones who kind of avoided all this were the ones who said, you know, no, thank you, or just didn't reply back to me. Yeah, unless you're looking. Unless if you're looking for yeah. booty. Yeah, if you're looking for booty, then everyone's Even better. happy. Yeah. Everyone's happy. This is all good for women that obviously don't want a relationship. Yeah. yeah. And don't really care if you're seeing someone consistent or if it's going anywhere. But I guess like if you are a woman that wants a, like a long-term relationship, there was false hope that this person seemed like they were on the same page and they're not. What is your advice to women to avoid these types of situations? Alrighty, let's take a break from the show and talk about smelling good. I know a lot of us like to go on these happy hour dates, which happen at the end of a long work day. You want to not only look good for your date, but smell good too, right? Introducing a line of safe, simple, and effective deodorants by Native. I got the lavender and rose scented one and it smells like a dream, but it doesn't just smell good. It actually works. Even after a long day of walking up and down the hills of San Francisco, it really holds up. I love that Native is formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. So why is that important? Well, aluminum, which is found in many deodorants, can be linked to some serious health issues. So it's worth paying a premium to have cleaner, safer ingredients. Native carries many unique scents for men and women, as well as unscented formulas and a baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. And for our listeners only, get 20% off your first purchase. Just visit nativedeodorant.com and use the code DATABLE during checkout. Again, go to N-A-T-I-V-E deodorant.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E for 20% off your first purchase. Now back to the show. What is your advice to women to avoid these types of situations? Well, I think I think the first thing to do is you you need to speak up and as it's progressing, there's nothing wrong on having that conversation. And if the guy says, you know, if, if he was all on first date or, or on text, I want to have a relationship, that's when, I, and then, you know, and you're getting a bit more serious and you bring it up, see, you know, can we be exclusive or anything like that? And he kind of rolls back. You got to put your foot down at that point. Because if the guy really likes you, he will do what he needs to do. Regardless of how busy he is at work. Exactly. Or how yeah. much travel. Travel, he will, he will. FaceTime you from a, you know, if he, if he really has to travel, like I've done it a few times where you, you kind of realize, oh crap, this girl's going to pull the ripcord. Guess what? The work trip got canceled. I can, I can meet you Friday. Well, that's what I was going to ask <sighs> is how, as a woman, do you decipher between someone that actually does have the work mm. trip or actually like does get like, yeah, someone who is authentic yeah. versus someone well, who's look, playing it, games. Yeah. Right. It's of course you want every relationship to be built on trust, right? So there's an element of trust you have to have that that person is actually going to be on a work trip. But as a girl, I mean, then but then the, you got to be also be practical. So tell him, give me a call from wherever you are. I don't care if you're on the other side of the world. I don't care if you're on the East Coast. Give me a call. Let's do a quick, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes of Skype or, you know, FaceTime or whatever before you go to bed. Got it. And if he's not receptive to that, then you start then to see you Then you start thinking. But then again, you know, these are these aren't absolutes, right? Right. But then, you know, the way I look at it is like, if he likes you that much, he will make literally even if it's two minutes, mm-hmm. he will call you and say, look, I'm busy as hell. I just want to say hi or, or send you a text or whatever it is. Right. I'm saying don't take the text because you can do the text from anywhere. I've been on work trips to the East Coast, but I'm sitting in San Francisco. <laughs> hey, having a great time in X city. You know, again, it's the practical bit. You want to, you want to see him. That's where I'm still struggling though, is like, how do you know if someone's playing you? I think what Leon is saying is he will make that extra effort if he is really into you, yeah. but you can feel it when they're not making that extra yeah. effort. 
True. You know, when they go away for a week and you don't hear a peep from them, that's not yeah. making an extra effort. Right. Even if they're like, oh, I'm so busy, there was no internet. Right. We've talked about how a woman can identify when a guy is playing her. Mm-hmm. How can a woman identify when a guy is ready? I mean, I, I touched upon it briefly. I think guys will show signs. Assuming that you're not dealing with a very immature you know, youngster, most guys who are ready will, will actually take the steps. They're going to be, they, they don't mind, you know, they're a lot more mature, more confident in themselves. So they don't mind being sent, quote unquote, sensitive and letting you know, I love you. I want to take this to the next step. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to move in with you, have a family, etc. They won't play the games with you. They will, you know, in many ways, bend over backwards. So that way you're happy. And so that way you're always aware that they are, there is interest. Because these guys, they probably took a long time to find you. They're not going to think like, you're a diamond dozen. I'm just going right. to find another fantastic girl like you. So they don't want to lose you. Mm. But if you're just looking to sleep with, of course they don't they care. Because don't they, they know there'll be another and they'll girl. probably remember all the shit about you. Because if you're juggling six people, I bet it's really hard to remember yeah. all this stuff. Well, actually, I've talked to Leon about this before, and he's like, before every date, you just got to remember one thing they said um, on the okay, last so date. Game for that. I <laughs> you guess. can't say, even use this as a sign. I remember you had this quarrel with your boss. No. How did yeah. that go? Yeah. Yeah, and that's, okay. and that's it. And they love it because then they say, wow, you actually listened to me. Okay, because I just said that as a sign of being ready. Nope. I guess there's a way around that. Nope. But <laughs> I guess the guy, but it, for the guy who is ready and interested, when a girl does bring up the exclusivity talk right. or he brings it up, yeah. at least he's not dodging it. He will confront it straight away. There's a new dating term called stashing, where mm-hmm. someone you're dating doesn't introduce you to their close family and friends. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've been dating for a really long time, but you just haven't met them. Yeah. When you were doing all this game playing, did you introduce these girls to any of your friends? Oh, no, never, 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 never. That is because when the minute you do that, then the girl starts thinking, this is super serious, ah. right? So, so you know, ne- family, there's no question about it, right? You right. do not do the family at all, but close friends, even that is 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 just you don't want to cross that line because then you send a signal. I'm being serious. I'm even introducing to my inner circle of friends. These are my right. best friends, guys and girls. And so she might start picking up, and then you could have a great sexual relationship, which you just ruined because then she might think, "Oh, I feel comfortable now asking you the exclusivity question." Then you just got to shoot it out of the water. So you never do that. You find excuses. So that's a sign too, right? I want to know, when you were going through this, was there anybody that you were like, I can actually see myself being in a relationship with this person? Someone you actually had feelings for. So to basically explain how I progressed in my thinking of relationships. Uh So when I first got here, it was just, I'm having a great time. Don't want to get locked down. Just have a bunch of fun. Then obviously with every year that passes, you start thinking differently and you say, look, Actually, I am happy to get into a relationship right now, but until I find that girl, I'm going to still have fun. So you're playing the same game with these girls. You're trying to sleep with them, but now you're throwing an extra filter in it. The girls that sleep with you really early, like first date, probably not going to have a relationship with them. As much as I like to think that I'm some stud, she's probably doing it with other dudes as well. Really? Is that what you assume? Yeah. Okay, assumption I could be wrong, uh-huh. but you know, it just gives me comfort knowing that because generally girls who are going to sleep with guys on the first date without knowing anything about them, you makes it just makes you raise an eyebrow and think, what if you just have like the strongest connection? But he's I, saying yeah. without a strong connection, okay. yeah. and they still okay. sleep with you. Yeah. And then as you progress, and let's say you do meet a girl as you're sleeping around and that girl turns out to be the one like, wow, I can actually pursue a relationship with her. You actually slow her down because you know, you actually make efforts 
right? But at the same time, you don't go overboard. You don't say, hey, I'm going to meet, you know, I had a date with you Friday. Let's meet Saturday. Let's meet Sunday. You still space her out because she could be wrong, right? right. Maybe you just had a great first date. And I've had that great first date. So in the second, you're like, oh, actually, not That's that right. great. Yeah. Right? And then maybe, but if you have a good second, you're like, okay, promising, third, fourth. And, it, and if it keeps progressing, that's great. So what you end up doing is that you, you slow her down, but you keep the other girls in rotation because you just don't know what's going to happen with that girl, right? It might not work out with her and you don't want to be left with nothing because you cut everyone else off, right? You're not exclusive with her yet. But once you do obviously hit exclusivity, clearly have to cut the other ones off. But those are easy because you just ghost them or you just let them know, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. We've actually heard from multiple people who've said, when I met someone that I really liked, I started dating other people more more yeah. because I wanted to know that I yeah. really like this person yeah. in comparison. No, that's definitely true. I think for me personally, I didn't do that because I had already met a lot of people yeah. prior. Yeah, probably that's, depends where your stage is yeah. and all that. I went in the, I want to have fun. Right. So I just saw the whole range of girls. And some of those girls in another place in time could have been like, wow, that's girlfriend right. material. So I know she won't give it up easily. So I'm just not going to waste my time. Let's hold that thought for a second. We'll get right back to it. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first First month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. 
Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, Nia is going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. Got it. So I guess what changed for you? Like, yeah. what happened when you met your current <laughs> um, girlfriend? I think it was a bit of maturity. She was someone who had a lot of similar interests that I had. I found her very interesting versus a lot of these other girls who were literally, I mean, cookie cutter. What were some of those cookie cutter things? Working in tech, you know, their level of interest is confined to the Bay Area. Like for me, more of an international background is is a lot more interesting. But that's my personal preference. Others might, you know, might enjoy someone who's very local, very, you know, insular. Well, the thing is, everyone's very different and unique in their own way. It's just that the way we present ourselves on social media and <laughs> and on these dating apps, it's the always same. the same for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Everyone has the exact same profile. Okay, so when you met your current girlfriend, mm -hmm. were you like in the mentality still, I just want to have fun and if it works out, it works out? Or where were you at? Yeah, yeah. that's a million dollar question. Is it timing or is it the person? It's a little bit of both. There were other girls that I met and I said, these girls objectively could be great girlfriends but I just was not into them okay. for me personally. And I was in that phase of I'm looking for a girlfriend. So you were looking at yeah. that point. So okay. yeah, so when I met her- What switched, sorry, before we yeah. go into that, yeah. what switch from playing to like being ready? Well, I think you, there's a point where you just get exhausted. Uh -huh. Okay. Like you, you, you know, I guess it is true. Yeah. You, you can have too much sex. It's like too much sex. Like, is it sustainable <laughs> for men? Do you think? I mean, there, there are guys that I know who have been doing this for years and probably will continue to do this for years and aren't looking for long-term relationships. But I think for me, it's what I am looking for in life, i.e., you know, stable relationship, family, etc. It's not sustainable if you're just messing around, right? Right. So do you think some guys will never grow out of this? Oh, definitely. I see them all the time. Some, they're, they're my friends. They're, 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 do you think they'll just never grow out of yeah, this? Yeah, in this area than most other cities that I've lived in because this area is, you live in a bubble. It's very Peter Pan, right? And, and everyone- But at some point, your friends all start aging mm. and start having kids and family. Don't you think you feel lonely mm. at that point? You do. But as fucked up as it sounds, as a guy, you still can live in that little fairy tale world because you just go down and hang out with the younger girls. Younger friends. Yeah. You're more mature, more confident in yourself. If you've done a good job on keeping in shape, you could still look pretty good. And, and you know, let's face it, the vast majority will hopefully be in a financially stable position yeah. mm. and you're not going to have any other obligations, right? Because you don't have a family, you don't have children, you don't have a girlfriend or whatever. So you can spend and these girls that are just coming into town didn't have an experience these things and you're just lavish you're being lavish they're they're loving it lapping it up so you could still just yeah. rotate through them pretty quickly so do you think that all men subconsciously are like this or do you think that just like some are more conscious than others about their tactics. Mm, I think it's the latter. I think some are more conscious than others. This requires a lot of thinking. Yeah, it definitely yeah. sounds like this it. Isn't, this isn't 
off the cuff, like, right. hey, I just naturally, wow, I pat myself right. off. So I think that a lot of the guys are actively think this through and say, like, this is what I want, depending on what phase they are. What percentage of guys do you think? Ooh. <laughs> Oh my God, that's a, that's a, Julie, that's unfair. <laughs> I don't think Leon has done it. You done haven't this. done that data study. It's okay. His in-depth study on this. <laughs> we can pull people later. My guess would be 85.2%. I don't know. No, I was going to say it's well over 50%. I look at my guy friends who are even married or in long-term relationships, not that they've cheated, right, or will cheat. Oh, but you know, the things they say when they see girls or when they're just with the other guys, if no one was watching, they'd probably, you know, dip in the pond. I think about the same thing. If I didn't have the biological ticking clock, if I didn't have these societal pressures or family pressures, yeah. if I could just keep going, dating a ton of men who will always find me attractive, why wouldn't and I do that? Yeah, having yeah. sex all the time. And, 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 they're, and they'll all be different at certain points, Right? So they're all different interests, you know, be very interesting. From the flip side, the guy knows that you, especially if you do want a family, right? They, he knows that there is a ticking clock there and he can use it to his advantage. But then there's girls, this is great. I didn't get, touch this, but then there's girls over 40, not don't want, but have given up on the idea of a child, right? They might have eggs frozen, you know, that's like the new thing now. But in their mind, they're thinking, probably not gonna meet a guy, probably not gonna have a family, et cetera. That's those are the ones you can take advantage of, really, because they are they they're really they're ready to rush, right? You meet them, it's it's right away. If you show interest, you know, and and look, you just do a little homework before you, you go on a date with them. Yeah. Look at their site if they have a public it's social media. Okay, so all this is really good to know, like the way I think a lot of men would never come out and flat out say the. Of way course they not. Think. So yeah, thank you, Leon, really for this PSA. No, I hate all men. Thank you. <laughs> I guess what I would say is what are some of our takeaways from having this conversation? What you said in the beginning is when women put their foot down, mm. that's when you cut it off because you're in that game playing mode. And yep. so for for all of us, we need to know our values and our standards and what, what we're able to tolerate. Right. And at some point you got to say, this doesn't make me feel good anymore. Exactly. So I'm not going to stand for it. Yeah. And there's, and there's a fine line like, you know, you should have a threshold. You can't, because I know some people hold out hope. Say, oh, maybe he had a stressful week, a stressful day, and he was just being difficult. It shouldn't, right? He he should be having a fantastic time with you because he did have a stressful day. So that 30 minutes or hour date he has with you, he should be, wow, this is fantastic. You know, you made me feel better, et cetera. So he shouldn't be difficult and cut you off. Because if, if he does, again, it's not an absolute, but there's a, probably a good chance that that's how your relationship in the future is going to be as well. Exactly. I think a good takeaway is like, if you know what you want and someone's not meeting it, not banking on their future, anything they said at the early stages, yeah. because the reality is like people can say whatever they want. Yeah. I think like sometimes people weed people in and out on dating apps. Like if they're like, what are you looking for? Like you mentioned, that was mm. the first thing you said. And I've had those conversations too. And I think it's good if you want to like outright weed out the people that want like a hookup only. But I don't think you can bank on them saying, I want right. a relationship. And also doesn't mean they want a relationship with, with you. you. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, they haven't even met you yet. So. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like taking words at face value and like following up with these actions. And just getting Absolutely. them to re reaffirm it later on as you as you move on. Right. Well, that's kind of what we learned from the man funnel episode where uh, we were taught that in the first 90 days, you just got to really listen to the other person because they're not really lying. They're telling you their intentions mm. and what, what they want out of this. Right. So they're not talking about exclusive or relationship in those first 90 days, you just have to listen to it. Yeah. Or if you're like, don't see a progressing, like yeah. in terms of time spent together or just like emotional av availability. And they're all of a sudden making excuses that 
work is crazy or all that. I think yeah. like there's a line and this is the tough part. It's like you got to give, you mentioned at the very beginning, like you can't be a total bitch and be like, oh, you're not going on vacation. Like I don't trust you. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah. What's that balance? Like I think you need to be first trusting, but then if it continues to be like excuse after excuse, yeah. like don't be dumb either. Yeah. Don't give them to, I mean, like, yeah, you, you need to, you know, maybe give them the first chance, maybe a second, even yeah. if you really like him. But yeah, if you keep giving it, like he was going back to what he was saying, then you become a doormat and the guy will run over you. Right. He'll take that and just keep you, you know, hanging on for as long as possible. Yeah. And right. As long as he keeps getting what he wants. Right. Because you also, on the flip side, don't want to like call some guy out <laughs> that's like actually, yeah. on their deathbed yeah. super yeah, sick. Yeah, right. And like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or I like yeah. on some volunteer trip right. in like Africa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's exactly it. But I feel that, you know, guys will, if they're being genuine and honest and they, and they really like you, they will let you know. I'm so sorry. I really wanted to make that date right. next Friday, but I can't because of this. I'm going to make it up to you. You know, they will do something tangible if they leave it very open. Right. And I mean, generally, it probably means they're either trying to do a you know a slow ghost or trying to hope that you get the hint and you don't call anymore. And then that's an easy way out. All right. Question of the day? Yeah, let's do a question yeah, of let's the do day. It. This one comes from Sonia. I've been seeing this guy for close to three years. It feels like our plans are very last minute on his terms and we don't see each other consistently, probably about once every couple months. When I do reach out to ask him to do stuff, he's typically out of town or working. He has a very demanding job. But when we are together, things are so good. He tells me how great we could be as a couple. I'd rather have him in my life in a small capacity than none at all. And I think ultimately he'll come around. Am I just setting myself up for failure? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this sounds textbook me. Did you date Leon? Did I date you, Sophia? Sonia. Sonia. Right, probably call her Sophia at some point. I wouldn't have gone three years though, right? Three years yeah. a lot. No, I, th I think flat out, absolutely he is either playing you and if he isn't and he does truly like you, you need to put a fo your foot down because you know you said it you would rather have a little bit of him in your life right than losing completely and he probably knows that and that's why he's running all over you of course when you're together he's going to make you sound like you know you're the only person in the world that's exactly what every guy does that's exactly what i did because you have no one else to distract you at that moment in time so you talk to her and you keep her and you got to also be apologetic you're making up for all those cancellations the last minute modifications to your schedule etc so you got to treat her like an absolute queen and then the end result is basically what she feels. Do you think he'll ever come around? Based on, you know, just high level? No. And I, and, and he will con let it continue because she allows it to continue. She needs to put her foot down and basically say to him, hey, we need to spend more time together. None of this last minute stuff. We've been dating for three years, for God's sake. So for on his side, why is he letting this drag on for three years, though? He's probably getting a lot of good cookie. It's consistent. He's getting it for three years straight. He might get some others on the side, but even if he doesn't, um, for three years? Jesus. That's a long, very long time. Some marriages don't even last that long. Yeah. Thank you, Leon. Every time I feel like I learn something new about men, that species that we love so much. We're not that bad. I know you're not that bad. I think all in all, what we've learned is you just have to listen to your partner and listen to what they're telling you because people are telling you mm. what they're looking for. And second, you got to know your values, your standards. You got to have this set of standards for yourself that you feel most comfortable with. And if you feel like someone's compromising those standards, then it's time to put your foot down. That's exactly right. Getting out of this. And if you do meet Leon, you can ask him for more advice. <laughs> Happy to give. Thank you so much. Well, no problem. There you, you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> PSA for all women. 
hey, women, do you have a PSA for men you'd oh. like to share? We love to have you as a guest on our show. Maybe enlighten Leon as well. Maybe yeah. he's been played and he had no freaking idea. His girlfriend's going to text me after this and be like, actually, <laughs> I've been playing this game. No, just kidding. Still getting the cookie. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, we're still looking for guests for season eight. We love to have you as a guest on our show. Thank you so much, Leon, again, and your girlfriend for coming to our studio and sharing your very lovely message with everyone. Uh, let's wrap this up. Stay, Stay dateable. Your action item for this week is to stop being selective in what you want to hear. Pay attention to the whole picture and see if actions match up to words. Also, for all the women out there, don't be scared off by this episode. The right match still exists and not all men are in this mindset. Want to continue the conversation? First, tag us in any post with hashtag StayDateable. Then head on over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching services with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. To connect with us, find Dateable Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also downloadable on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable.